Hi everybody, this is Joy Nan Rodea, Principal Interior Designer and owner of Spaces Design Studio and founder of Of Course Interior Design Academy and you are listening to the Interior Design Experience Podcast. With a fresh new year, I thought it would be appropriate to talk about how intentional design can make you happier and even more productive. So what does intentional living mean? It means giving thought and care to the things you do day to day and making sure they are aligned with your values. I love the William Morris quote that says, the true secret of happiness lies in taking a genuine interest in all the details of daily life. It speaks to me as an interior designer and as someone who takes the concept of intentionality living pretty seriously. I know that we're all deeply affected by function, comfort and beauty of the spaces we live in. I know that, similar to the health of our minds and bodies, we take care of our home. Our home takes care of us. Intentional design is all about the way we live in our homes and taking the time to really consider what we bring into them, how we use it, and what we keep. So for me, it represents simplicity as much as possible and wherever possible. You know, I love stuff, and of course I do. I'm an interior designer. And that means my job is to choose stuff and arrange this stuff in people's homes. But I I have seen a shift in my own design values over the last couple of years. I am becoming less and less drawn to rooms with every horizontal surface styled to the nines with decorative objects and tchotchkes. I feel the best in spaces that have some breathing room to allow for the realness of everyday life. So my question to you is, what's more vital? How a space looks or how you use it? My argument is that they are both equally important, but it seems that with Pinterest and magazines and even some home design blogs, we are constantly being told to buy more and more and more. And you know what I hear in that? More to store, more to organize, more to clean, and it is not appealing when you put it in that way, wouldn't you say? Maybe it's my introverted nature that's drawing me towards simplicity and restraint, or maybe it's a reaction to the outside world. It feels like It's in a constant state of upheaval lately. Maybe you feel this way too. When I'm home, I want to feel calm and in control of my domain, establishing efficient habits, routines, and household organizations. This has been a big focus and a joy for me this past year. Um, And there's a lot of magic in every little day moments if we slow down and allow ourselves to notice that we don't need much to be happy. If you hadn't given your home too much thought, spending a lot of time in it recently may have changed that. Noticing how your space affects the way you feel is the first step toward intentional design. This takes intentional design to another level, and that is of a mindful one. Intentional design is purposely using the elements of interior design like color, space planning, 
and style to influence your mood and behavior. It makes a huge impact on emotional, mental, and physical state. If you're not sure that this is true, ask yourself, how does my home make me feel? Do I feel down in it? Am I stressed? Do I have energy? Am I inspired? Do I get things done or do I feel lazy and unproductive in my space? How do I relate to others while sharing my home? You know, everything is energy. So it's no wonder that the space we inhabit and spend time in contain energy as well. The good news is that energy in our home is something we can control through design. Being deliberate about colors, layout, decor, and items, furnishings can make a difference in our overall wellness. A key component in being a happier, more productive person is to get real with your own environment. Using intentional design to do this will not only improve your home, but can enhance your life. So there are a number of elements that lend to intentional design. By addressing color, light, space, and nature, we can bring about desired energetic results into our home. So are you wanting to feel inspired to create? Are you hoping to magnetize abundance? Needing to reduce stress and relax? looking to enhance sensuality in your life, all these things can be helped through intentional interior design. So I want to share my six ways to get started. The first one is to get clear on how you want to feel. Typically, the interior design experience is about picking out pretty things that go well together. Sure, function comes into mind. The sofa and dining table we select needs to be useful and fit well into a space. But something shifts when you take inventory on how you want to feel in your space. The first step to creating intentional design is to recognize that your environment shapes how you feel and act. Here are some ways to go about this. First, you want to observe yourself in other spaces. Perhaps you might want to try an experiment. Next time you are at a friend's house, a coffee shop, or any other space, check in with your body. How does it feel? Do you sense any tension or anxiety? Do you feel calm and energized? Try to pick what in the room is contributing to that feeling. Are there lots of plants? Windows with plenty of natural light? Is it cluttered? Make note of things that contribute to your mood. Pretty soon, you will have a clear idea of what you want for your own space. Describe what you want to feel. Once you have examples of real-life spaces you've experienced, make a list of words that you'd like your space to reflect. Cozy, meditative, exotic, organic, abundant, vivacious productive. These are not just describing your home. These are an intention for your life. Part of my online questionnaire for clients is highlighting these words that will define their home and how they feel in it. Collect your visual expanders. Having expanders or inspiration sources help encourage reaching a goal. When we see something is possible, we have an easier time believing we can have it. 
go hop on Pinterest and start your own board. It's an inspiration image heaven. You can create a board that speaks to you, overall desired look, or you can create separate ones for various rooms. My second tip is understanding the power of color. If you noticed yourself with anxious energy in a room that has lots of red or feel relaxed in a space that is blue, you've experienced the mood effects of color. The significance of color psychology goes back a long way. Ancient cultures used color as a healing treatment. Chromotherapy was practiced by the Egyptians and Chinese is still used today. For example, red is used to stimulate the body and mind and to increase circulation, while blue is believed to soothe illnesses and treat pain. We definitely need more research to gain a deeper understanding of color psychology, but experts have discovered some universal effects. On the color spectrum, warm colors that include red, orange, and yellow tend to evoke emotions ranging from friendliness and comfort to anger and hostility. The difference depends on the tone selected within that color. Let's take orange, for example. Orange is the child of red and yellow. It gives you the excitement of red, the welcoming, friendly, warm aspect of yellow. The redesign of a hall in one of my client's spaces exemplifies this. There were night and day results with the right tone of orange. Before the redesign, the space felt a little drab and a little dark. Not a great way to enter a home. Applying an orange accent wall transformed this space immediately. The rust U not only made a first good impression, but it welcomed guests into their cozy home. On the other, hand, other end of the spectrum are the cool colors like blue, purple, and green. These are often described as calm and peaceful, but also can encourage feelings of sadness or indifference, depending on the shade and magnitude. Taking intentional design into practice, consider the colors used in your home. Being deliberate about your lighting is another way of going about intentionality. Possibly one of the biggest factors in intentional design is the use of lighting. You could have a gorgeous designed room, but if the lighting isn't thought out, it could throw the whole thing off. Lighting is responsible not only for adequate illumination of a room, but for creating its ambience. Ambience impacts mood. Results of several studies show that both natural and certain artificial bright light are influential in health improvements. Depression, agitation, sleep, and seasonal affective disorders are significantly reduced with the right type of lighting. So when it comes down to the best sources, natural light is the best, of course. Rooms with larger windows that let sun in have a tendency to boost happiness. The presence of daylight in a room is also a key factor for increased productivity and performance. This is seen in a study on employee health in work environments. When working under circadian lighting, instead of traditional lighting, employees showed a 12% increase in task performance. The majority felt happier and more energized when working under the right lighting. 
With evidence that lighting has psychological effects on us, it's important to use intentional design and consider the feelings you are trying to create in your space. Warm light with warm light bulbs is better for socializing and relaxing. Living rooms and dining rooms where you lounge and converse do best with warm lighting. When trying to do an analytic task that requires focus, blue and cooler light is better. This type of lighting is useful in a home office. The fourth one is making your space your best friend. When mail stacks up on the coffee table or armchairs become your next hamper, feeling stressed and uninspired is natural, of course. If we've learned anything from professional organizer Marie Kondo, author of bestseller The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, it's that a cluttered room is likely to contribute to a cluttered mind. I believe that only in an uncluttered room, which enables an uncluttered mind, can you truly focus your attention and energy on the matters in your life which are preventing you from reaching your truest happiness, Kondo shares. If you want to bring happiness into your life, take a good look at your space. Visual clutter overwhelms the brain. Scan your home and see where you can benefit from decluttering, whether it's implementing the Marie method or doing a spring cleaning of sorts. Know that space is not your enemy. It's your friend. Good design does not mean every shelf is adorned and every wall is made into a gallery. Being deliberate about having free space in your home allows for things like mental clarity and productivity. A friend gifted her 11-year-old daughter, Jenna, a design session a couple of summers ago. Jenna had outgrown her room design. She wanted to have her space feel good to do homework in and to hang out in. And she shared that after her redesign, her room made her feel calmer and easier to work there. I really like to go there when I'm stressed because the colors and lighting in the room are really relaxing, she, she said to me. The fifth one would be getting in tune with nature. Nature calms our psyche and encourages happiness. Among the many emotional and mental benefits plants offer, according to Psychology Today, they enhance self-esteem and increase creativity. All the more reason to bring in houseplants and flowers into your home. Needing an emotional uplift after a break? Wanting to be inspired for that next creative project? Place a beautiful devil's ivy on your bookshelf. Inviting the outside in with botanicals not only improves your air quality, but also your mood. If you're looking to expand your abundance, feng shui practices point to plants to assist you. Plants are sensitive to energy and indicate energy flow in your home. When lush and blooming, your plants are signaling that the energy in your home is alive and abundant. But if they are browning, sagging, or dying, they are telling you that the energy in your home is low and stagnant. Have no green thumb or no time to care for plants? Go for low-maintenance plants to start or a vase of flowers instead. 
according to a study on plant health's benefits, keeping ornamental flowers at home also work. It's a great way to lower levels of stress and anxiety. People who keep flowers in their home feel happier, less stressed, and more relaxed. The last tip would be let your personality shine. Following the latest design trends may inspire you to incorporate these ideas into your home, but trends come and go. Making sure your space aligns with your personality is influential to feeling happy in your environment. Recent clients, a couple from New York, made personalizing their Mexican home. They retired in a priority. We went through the sentimental pieces they wanted to bring to Mexico and focused on the ones that made them most happy. They were integrated into their home furniture and other decor to create a unique and relaxing home full of character. One way to optimize your home based on you is to look at your personality style. Do you consider yourself an introvert or extrovert? Introverts have a tendency to be more sensitive to visual stimuli, like bold patterns, than extroverts. In this case, a more relaxing design with calming colors could help. Another way is referring back to part of Kondo's decluttering method. Determine if items in your home spark joy. If so, keep them. Displaying a collection of seashells or making an heirloom painting the focal point in a room will definitely personalize your home. What makes each person happy is unique. Objects that are meaningful, they put a smile on your face or bring a happy memory to your mind are conducive to creating a home that uplifts and motivates you. Exploring the elements of intentional design can improve the way you experience your home and as a result, your life. Intentional and wellness-focused design matter. The impact of our intimate spaces are shaped by our design decisions. Being aware of emotions our space elicit, emotions we absorb both day and night, is so crucial to finding a mindful, balanced way of living that will result in optimizing the quality of your life. We want to create an environment of beauty, comfort, joy, energy, and also of positivity. When it's time to deal with difficult emotions, this environment should be a space that nurtures and supports you. It is easy to become so familiar with our surroundings, to point where we don't even notice its beauty anymore. But when we do take the time to live in the moment, contemplating color, form, the flow of light, or the play of shadow, such thinking can bring us stillness and peace. It can flood our bodies with joy and energy. So look around, rediscover how spaces you live in reflect you, the feelings they provoke, that you are able to carry these feelings with you all day and all night. Consider how much and in what ways your surroundings touch you, or what your home needs to look and feel like to provide you exactly with intentional design that'll make you happier and more productive. So here's to wishing you an intentionally beautiful day, and I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.